AFR On Demand is brought to you by Breck Golf. Try Beaver Creek today, just 20 minutes from downtown Baton Rouge in the Zachary area. They've got a PGA Tour driving range, a short game practice area, 30 to 40-yard practice shots. It's a great place to chip and putt and practice if you don't have time for a full round. Book your tee time today, golf.breck.org, golf.breck.org. Matt Moscona. I'm very important. After further review. Say one more time. After further review with Matt Moscona. And here we go. Live from the Mercedes-Benz of Baton Rouge Studios. Off we go. Welcome aboard. Glad you're with us. AFR presented by Don Juan Cigar Bar. I'm Matt. Love you, Matt. Paul O'Neill. They're chanting Paul O'Neill's name. You And Mr. Toby Tomplay. Glad you are as well. Get out there and make it a good one. Phil Steele in 15 minutes previewing the biggest games college football weekend. Uh, Terrio next hour, our guest picker here in hour three. A ton to do, but let us begin as we do every single day. Let us begin as we do every single day. It's time to pop the top on another edition of AFR with Bud Light. Drink easy. All right, we got a jam-packed weekend. My good, you know, whenever... We wait eight months, eight months for football. And then week zero rolls around, and it's kind of like, thank God it's football. It's just something to wet our beak. And then the best thing that you really have is Notre Dame and Navy playing in Ireland, and none of us are actually excited about that. And then you get into week one, and the only ranked-on-ranked matchup was LSU-Florida State. We know how that went. And then we kind of gone through the schedule to this point, and it's kind of what it is. But you look at this weekend. My goodness. Florida State at Clemson. I get it, Clemson's unranked. If you looked at the spreads, two. Clemson at home, season on the line, you better believe it. Coach Prime, 3-0 at Oregon. Can they do the unthinkable as a three-touchdown underdog? Y'all, there are three, three Pac-12 matchups. Excuse me, there are four Pac-12 matchups this weekend that are ranked on ranked. UCLA at Utah. I am so excited for this weekend, y'all. Of course, Ole Miss at Alabama. Is Bama essentially going to see their national title hopes gone before October? Can Lane Kiffin, all of his trolling, do the deed this weekend? Or you realize Oregon State, Washington State is a ranked-on-ranked matchup? Maybe DJU wasn't the problem over in uh, in Clemson after all. Texas at Baylor, the big one, Ohio State at Notre Dame under the lights in South Bend Saturday night. Green jerseys, Ohio State's a three-point favorite. Kind of feel like the wrong team's favored in that game. Iowa-Penn State, a ranked-on-ranked matchup and night in Happy Valley. Y'all, this is going to be such, such a fun Saturday. And, of course, LSU against Arkansas, the battle for the boot, which, of course, T-Bob, the only one that actually loves, but a great opportunity for LSU to build upon what they did a week ago. 
For what it's worth, uh, when Brian Kelly met with reporters on Thursday night, he did give a final injury report for this game with LSU and Arkansas Saturday evening in Tiger Stadium. Mason Taylor is a probable. Um, I think Mason uh, Taylor is a probable for sure. And I think uh, Omar, I would probably downgrade him to doubtful. So Omar Spates, the one that would be doubtful in this ball game. We talked about it. That means Whit Weeks very likely starts for the second consecutive week. He was your leading tackler against Mississippi State. So that stage on the road wasn't too big uh, for him. This is a different challenge, obviously, with that offense and K.J. Jefferson, a big 6'3", 250-pound quarterback, his ability to run the football. This is a big boy, bulk of your chin strap type game and make sure you contain things between the tackles. So a great opportunity for LSU to go play a clean game, move to 2-0 in conference, and just check the next box and get on to the next one. The um, the other thing that Brian Kelly was asked, which was interesting, because I mentioned about K.J. Jefferson, his ability to run the ball. Brian Kelly was asked if defending K.J. Jefferson was similar to defending Jordan Travis, the Florida State quarterback, who, of course, a year ago was very effective with his legs and moving the sticks on third downs. Here's what Brian Kelly said. The primary concern here is his dual threat. And and so similar to Jordan Travis, you know, who we played at Florida State, you have to have, you know, those mechanisms within your, your defensive structure. So, you know, we'll pull some of those things, and we did this week, that, um, you know, that you have to have on alert, you know, for your defense. The big difference, though, is that Jordan Travis didn't kill you with his feet. You have to respect it, but he didn't kill you. Jordan Travis was seven carries for 38 yards in that game. Now, he's a long of 13. Jordan Travis killed you because Keon Coleman killed you, and he just threw it to the guy wearing four in red. The, the big difference here is that Arkansas will dial up designed runs, more designed runs for K.J. Jefferson because of his size and especially if Rocket Sanders isn't able to play in this ballgame. Now, we'll wait and see how that goes. I know A.J. Green is there, but A.J. Green is a very different back at you know, 5'11", 2'05", than Rocket Sanders, who's 6'2", 245. So very, very different approach for uh, Arkansas offensively with Rocket Sanders as opposed to A.J. Green. So yes, K.J. Jefferson, I would assume, is going to go and and run the ball in this ball, you know, in this ball game, and um, and they're gonna they're gonna dial his number a lot uh, in this football game against LSU uh, on Saturday night. For whatever it's worth, last week against BYU, K.J. Jefferson ran 13 times in that ball game. Now BYU did a great job against him, 13 times for just 21 yards. The week before against Kent State, 13 times for 48 yards, an average of 3.7. Contain K.J. Jefferson. Don't let him beat you running the football. It's weird to say this because it's LSU. You want to make him beat you with his arm and hope your secondary holds up. And ultimately, Arkansas might do what they've done a lot, which is make mistakes, penalties, turnovers, and ultimately uh, cut themselves out at, at the knees and shorten drives. It's just a game where LSU has every advantage in this ballgame from... You've got the, the better quarterback. You're at home. You've got a better offensive line. Both defensive fronts are really good, but I like LSU's offensive line against the Arkansas defensive front better than I like the Arkansas offensive line against LSU's defensive front. I like LSU's defensive front seven better against that really depleted Arkansas offensive line. Neither team's secondary has been stellar, but LSU's receivers, I think, are better 
than Arkansas's. It's just, there's a reason the line 17 and a half. This is a game where if you're LSU, you just can't go beat yourself. And you'll you'll get out of there Saturday night with a win, and you'll be on to Ole Miss. So we'll talk plenty about it throughout the day. We'll get Phil Steele's preview on that game coming up here shortly. And, of course, we'll give you our final preview and prediction before we get out of here at the end of the show. We're brought to you by South Point Volkswagen and SouthPointVW.com. Uh, I am really quickly here in a sec going to go through the Saints injury report today before they head up to Lambeau to take on the Packers. But remember, South Point Volkswagen, airline just north of Highland, SouthPointVW.com, new and certified pre-owned in Baton Rouge and online at SouthPointVW.com. SouthPointVW.com, 6 o'clock kick with uh, LSU and Arkansas. So, Go test drive one tomorrow before the game. You can shop them online. Remember, if it's on the lot, it's online at southpointvw.com. Work out your financing. See all the inventory. It's there for you. And then go test drive one at South Point. Airline just north of Highland or southpointvw.com. South Point Volkswagen, what's your direction? Um, okay. Um, final injury report for Saints Packers. Um, Jamal Williams is out. That's not a surprise. We expected that with the hamstring injury. Foster Morrow is officially listed as doubtful. After being limited on Thursday, he did not practice on Friday. And if you do not practice on Friday, it is highly unlikely that you are going to play on Sunday in the NFL. So um, Foster Morrow, doubtful. Jamal Williams officially out. The other two injury designations that affect Sunday, Ugo Amadi and Paulson Adebo are both questionable in the game. Adebo had a hamstring injury, did not practice on Friday. So that's a big one because if a Debo isn't able to go, that obviously means Elante Taylor would move outside opposite Marshawn Lattimore. But then what do you do in that in those nickel packages uh, where Elante Taylor had been your nickel back? That's going to be sort of interesting. No Bradley Roby anymore, obviously. So how the Saints secondary works there could, could be interesting. And Ugo Amadi is one of the guys that we looked at as a possible replacement for Marcus May with him out. Now, we know Jordan Howden, the rookie, is, is going to get the start in that spot, but Ugo Amadi is kind of in the backup there at Strong. So that's worth keeping an, an eye on. Of note, uh, Taysom Hill, Kendra Miller, full participants on both Thursday and Friday. So it looks like we're going to see Kendra Miller make his debut. Now, I think of greater conf uh, consequence is what's going on with the Packers injury report. Uh, Elton Jenkins, their starting offensive guard, is out. Zane uh, Anderson, one of their starting safeties, out. And there are a handful of other players that are questionable. David Bakhtiari, their starting left tackle, questionable. Aaron Jones, their starting running back, is questionable. Christian Watson, their best wide receiver, questionable. Lucas Van Ness, starting linebacker, is questionable. And Jair Alexander, starting cornerback, is questionable. So the this is a littered injury report for the Green Bay Packers. And I'm going to give you a final preview and pick at the end of the show today. But I, I hate the spot for the Saints. Hate the spot. Short week on the road following a road game is not a good recipe. I've told you this before. In the last four years in the NFL, teams that have to play in the short week after Monday Night Football win about 45% of the time. And that's, that's not even including when you're on the road following Monday night. So road short week after a road game, which your percentages clearly would go down. This is a terrible spot for New Orleans. Short week on the road after playing a road game on Monday night football. It's just a terrible spot. But 
Green Bay's injury situation right now is a huge disadvantage for the Packers, especially the Packers' offense. If you're down two starting offensive linemen, your best running back, and your best receiver against that Saints defense with a quarterback who's starting for the first time, that is really tough sledding for Jordan Love, which is why I kind of think the Saints might go up there and get it done because of all the injuries the Packers are dealing with. Again, we'll follow that as we move throughout the show today. I'll give you a final pick before we get out of here. All right, it's after further review. Friday shows are brought to you by Don Juan Cigar Bar. Of course, T-Bob and I will be at Don Juan tomorrow for LSU Arkansas. As soon as the game goes final, whiskey and wine cranks up. We'll look for you there. Let me not get a break. Giant weekend of college football. Phil Steele is with us next to preview all of it. Stick around. It's AFR. AFR. Well, it won't be long before the LSU Tigers are rolling up to the Renaissance Hotel. Of course, the Friday before every home game, the LSU team stays at the Renaissance. And the reason I bring that up is not so people go flood the Renaissance Hotel looking for LSU players in the lobby. Of course, some people do that. But it's more so to say, if the Renaissance can host the LSU football team, and it's not just the players, right? I mean, it's players, coaches, support staff. I mean, you're talking roughly 200 or more people that have to stay there. And not only that, but then it's also all of the meeting space. They have individual meeting rooms for position groups. They have the big ballroom for the dining room and team meetings and walkthroughs. The Renaissance is hosting the entire LSU football program the night before football games. You better believe they can host your event. So call my friend Allison Crump over at the Renaissance Hotel. She'll get you squared away and go through all the options that are available to host your next event at the Renaissance Hotel on Blue Bonnet in Baton Rouge. After further review with Matt Moscona, presented by Don Juan Cigar Bar. Football Friday, you know the drill. Phil Steele joins us. Ain't nobody better to preview this slate. What a gorgeous slate of college football we have this weekend. Of course, he's on Twitter at PhilSteele042, PhilSteele.com. Take that Phil Steele Plus tour on the Phil Steele YouTube channel. And he's here with us every Friday. Phil, thanks for the time as always. How are you? You know, I'm doing great, Matt, and I imagine you're doing pretty well as well, my friend. Vibes are immaculate. You go on the road and you <laughs> shut up 50,000 cowbells early. Uh, yeah, yeah. Vibes are re- really good with Arkansas coming in this weekend. But we'll get to that. Uh, let's start with the biggest game of the morning and one of the biggest games of the day, Phil. Uh, Florida State flying high. Got a little bit of scare last week. You called it. The, of course, the red bandana game. BC always gives a great effort. Um, made that one close. But now Florida State on the road at Clemson. This is this feels like this is it for Clemson this season. you got to go get this one or your ACC hopes are likely done. What do you think? Knowles at Tigers. Yeah, I think you hit it right on the head. It's a, a must win for Clemson absolutely this week, especially after losing to Duke earlier on. They'd be finished in the ACC. And, and frankly, you wonder about what the rest of their season would be. But I got a feeling we're going to see a, a different uh, Clemson team on the field. I remember the Duke game. They blew numerous opportunities in a red zone. They had some turnover problems against Charleston Southern. Last week, they gave up a halfback option pass in the fourth quarter. It made it appear reasonably close, which it wasn't. But uh, all the talk is Florida State, Florida State, Florida State. And i got to think that's a, a great non-Clemson a little bit. They've only lost one home game the last six years. They've beaten Florida State six straight years. Last year, they led at Florida State in Tallahassee by three scores in the fourth quarter. And uh, I, th- I think they've got the better defense uh, and the the big home edge. Uh, mm-hmm. 
I, th- I think being an underdog for the first time, uh, they've only been an underdog once in the last six or seven years at home. Uh, I, I like Clemson to pull the upset here. Whoa! <laughs> right, a gun's blazing right out the chute. All right. Phil Steele likes the unranked Clemson Tigers to pull the upset. Um, this will not have the, the national drama, Phil, but it's one of great intrigue here in that morning window as well. Hugh Freeze and the Auburn Tigers in College Station against the Aggies. Does um does Jimbo's struggles continue? Does Hugh Freeze get that first signature win? How does it go there in College Station? No, I, I like the Aggies in this one. In fact, uh, last night I just watched that Auburn-Cal game, and Auburn struggled on the road mightily. Probably should have lost that game. Got out first down 19-12, to outgained 273-230. to And this is an A&M team that... You know, blew their opportunities against Miami, but I think we're going to see a different A&M the rest of the year. I, I believe they have the run game. Uh, they've got the pass game with Connor Wegman. They've got the defense uh, as well, which is holding opponents to 161 yards per game below their season average. You've got College Station. You're playing with legitimate revenge. I like the Aggies to win this one by double digits. Wow. Uh, A&M is an eight-point favorite in that game, and Phil likes the Aggies big. Uh, let's go out to the West Coast. Biggest story in college football. I don't know how it's anything other than what Coach Prime and Colorado are doing. Um, Phil, they did it again last week. Now, they didn't cover, but they managed to pull the double overtime win against Colorado State. Different challenge here. They're a three-touchdown underdog without Travis Hunter on the road at Oregon. Can the Buffs make a game of this one? Yeah, and this is a game, Matt, that uh, I highlighted on my Phil Steele Plus tour as a red-green game. And what I mean by that is on Phil Steele Plus, I highlight green number or good numbers in green and bad numbers in red. And if you look at Colorado's rush offense, it's all red. I mean, 61 yards per game, 2.0 yards per carry. And they, they've allowed 16 sacks in three games. And that's with a mobile quarterback like Shadur Sanders, who escapes from the pocket uh, on a on a hourly basis at uh, in the games and Oregon meanwhile is running for 7.1 yards per carry and they're taking on a rush D that's given up five yards per carry I think when you look at Colorado your question marks huge question mark on the offensive line no such question mark for Oregon they've only given up one sack all year defensive line big time question mark for Colorado depth a big time question mark you wonder how they're going to be after playing three huge games and now having to go into the road and now they're without their top offensive weapon Travis Hunter and their top defensive weapon oh Travis Hunter same guy uh, and this is an Oregon team that I, I think has got the talent to uh, roll over a depth shy Colorado team so I actually like Oregon to win this one by more than the 21 points it's a big line and it does look like coach prime and the, the buffs are probably staring down their first loss of the season tough stretch ahead Phil Steele's with us presented by Gage Louisiana's number one Cummins dealer for your quote, go to GageGenerators.com. That's GageGenerators.com. Let's stay out in the Pac-12. Phil, what a weekend for the Pac-12. Am I counting this right? One, two, three, four. Is it four ranked-on-ranked matchups in the conference? Just incredible. And uh, in um, in Salt Lake, Utah is hosting UCLA. Chip Kelly's got that thing kind of quietly turned around. Utah is a six-point home favorite. Uh, do the Bruins go on the road to get it done? Do the Utes get it done at home? Well, with Utah, uh, Matt, I generally go with the Utes at home. <laughs> and uh, right. on the road, they, they tend to struggle. And uh, they're about a 500 team on the road. But at home, they're almost unbeatable. Now, of course, the big question is Cam Rising. Will he play? 
since the line's been moving up, you got to think the, the thought process is he's got a shot at playing here. But if he does, will he be 100%? But overall, I mean, Utah's a, a team that you just don't want to go against in Rice-Eccles Stadium. you got Musk, the student section behind him, uh, and they're, they're almost unbeatable. Now, UCLA's been very good this year, but they've got a young quarterback making his first real road start uh, in Dante Moore. And I got to think they'll be conservative with him, not let him take a lot of chances. Uh, I got to go with the Utes in a lower scoring game. Okay. I like the under probably the best in this, but I also like Utah minus a six. I think they win by a touchdown or more. Phil Steele is with us. We always get him for a couple of segments. We'll get to uh, the, the biggest game of the early part of the day in a bit here with uh, Bama Ole Miss, and then we'll get to the night slate in our next segment. But Phil, I, there's one that I want to highlight that I'm just perplexed by it. The Kansas Jayhawks are at home welcoming in a BYU team that just went on the road and beat Arkansas as an eight-point underdog. And now Kansas at home is a nine, and Kansas, the Kansas Jayhawks, are a nine-and-a-half-point <laughs> home favorite over BYU. Phil, make sense of this for me, please. Yeah, we we have seen uh, college football. I tell you what, Matt, has it has it gotten strange? Kansas, yes. which I used to pick last in the Big Twelve every year, I couldn't even pick them last in the Big Twelve this year. They've got an electric quarterback in Jalen Daniels. Now, last week they struggled on the road against Nevada. Uh, needed a late touchdown to pull out a seven point win, but that was a flat spot. I highlighted that on the Phil Steele Plus Tour as a situational play on Nevada. Uh, so I thought it was a big-time flight. You're off a massive game against Illinois. you got your Big 12 opener on deck, and you're trying to go on the road in a, a somewhat meaningless game. And BYU, you know, last week they were outgained 424 to 281. They they somehow came out of Arkansas with a win, but it's a second straight road game now. And whereas Keaton Slovis does have six touchdown passes and just one interception, I've sort of been nonplussed with Keaton uh, with BYU, and I was nonplussed with them when he was at uh, Pitt last year. So this is a, a Kansas team with Jaden Daniels. I think Kansas plays its A game here, and it'll be more a game like we saw against Illinois, where they beat a very good Illinois team by 11, and that was with Illinois getting a couple of late scores. I actually lean with Kansas, minus the points in this one. All right, Phil, uh, let's head over to Tuscaloosa, and this is one that has been a giant part of, of conversation, as you would imagine, here in SEC territory. Bama already having the embarrassing home loss against Texas. The really rough outing last week in South Florida. I guess they're going back to Jalen Milrow. We'll see if that's a good decision. And then here comes Lane Kiffin trolling everybody. Um, Ole Miss Bama, what we got? Yeah, I have to say going back to Jalen Milrow is the best move. Uh, first of all, their offensive line is not very good, giving up five sacks each of the last two games. You need somebody that gives you the, the run threat out of the quarterback position that can escape pressure. And I think Milrow gives you that. He's got the arm. He can get the ball down the field. It's a circle the wagons game. They're at home. And I know they lost their last home game. And I'll admit I had Alabama over Texas in that game and was dead wrong in that one. Uh, but uh, Ole Miss is a team that hasn't blown me away this year either. Uh, they've sort of got fortunate to cover the last two games. You look at the Tulane game, uh, it's a close game in the fourth quarter. They tack on a couple of late scores, including a defensive touchdown. And even last week, the uh, Georgia Tech game, in the fourth quarter, it's 24-17. It's a seven-point game. They gave up 474 yards to Georgia Tech, but they tacked on some late scores to make it appear to be a, a much easier than the final score, than the, the actual game was. So this is an Ole Miss team where Jackson Dart's doing well, but he's taken on the first real defense all year in Alabama. 
Uh, and to, it's really a, a, an absolute must-win for Alabama if they're going to have anything left of their season. So i got to go with the Tide, minus the 7 in that one. He is Phil Steele on Twitter at PhilSteele042. Our conversations with Phil every Friday brought to you by Gage, Louisiana's number one Cummins dealer. Get your quote today at GageGenerators.com. That's G-A-G-E, GageGenerators.com. Phil, sit tight. We'll knock out a quick break. Come back. We'll preview the night slate. We'll get to LSU, Arkansas, and the biggest one of the weekend, Ohio State at Notre Dame. That's next with Phil Steele here on AFR. AFR. It is back. The guaranteed sale program from Darren James and Associates, brokered by EXP Realty, is back. It's something we talked about for half a decade on this show. The great flood of 2016 came along. It really disrupted the real estate market in the greater Baton Rouge area. Well, it's time to bring it back. It's simple. Sit down with Darren James. He will sit with you and you will decide and agree upon a price and a deadline at which Darren James will sell your home. If he does not sell your home at that price, by that deadline, he will have your home bought with cash or he'll sell it for free. It's the guaranteed sale program. It's only with Darren James and Associates, brokered by EXP Realty, and it's available right now. So call Darren James, 335-7666, 335-7666, or agent225.com. That's agent225.com for Darren James. Think real estate, think Darren James. After further review with Matt Moscona, presented by Don Juan Cigar Bar. Rolling along with Phil Steele, of course, catch him on Twitter at PhilSteele042. If you've not done so yet, make sure you're subscribed up to Phil Steele's YouTube channel. Get that Phil Steele Plus towards free selections every single week. And you learn how to use Phil Steele Plus. It's so worth doing. Check it out. And Phil's with us here every Friday. Courtesy of Gage, Louisiana's number one Cummins dealer. Previewing the biggest games of the college football weekend. We'll get to Arkansas, LSU in a bit. Also, Ohio State at Notre Dame. But, Phil, let's pick it up back in the Pac-12. Another ranked-on-ranked matchup there with Oregon State on the Palouse visiting Washington State. Wazoo is a three-point home dog. Maybe DJ Uyunglele wasn't the problem at Clemson after all. Phil, this is the night game on Fox. What do we think? Beavers at, uh, at Cougars. Well, it's a Pac-2 championship <laughs> game, isn't it? Well done. How did I miss that? How did I miss that? Well done. Well done. Yeah, and uh, you look at Oregon State, and uh, I, I think they're the better team. They can run the football. It's a it, it's a matchup of different styles. You know, Washington State wants to throw it. Oregon State wants to be more physical. They've got the better defense. They're only allowing 257 yards per game. They've got the better run game. Uh, DJU is not – I give the quarterback edge definitely to Washington State with Cam Ward. He's got a 9-0 ratio this year. And Washington State's at home in the Palouse. So, to me, this is an extremely tough game to call. Uh, I think the if, if it's lines three, I'm not going to lay three or more with Oregon State. I'd lean with the dog the slightest way. But I think it's going to be a great game and worthy of being a Pac-2 championship game. <laughs> You don't have a choice. <laughs> uh, Phil Steele is with us. All right. Um, Texas, their last go-round in the Big 12, we know that. And, uh, boy, they are flying high right now. They're on the road against Baylor, Phil, and a weird season for Dave Aranda and the Baylor Bears as of right now. Disappointing season, certainly, to say the very least at this point. Um, Texas is a 14-and-a-half-point road favorite. Um 
Dave Aranda's defense, any pride? Can they make this thing close there uh, in Waco? Well, remember, they took on an undefeated ranked Utah team and gave it a game. I mean, they uh, they led that thing 10-3 at the half. They had the yardage edge, uh, came up seven points short, kept it within a seven-point game. And if you watch the Texas-Wyoming game last week, that thing entered the fourth quarter, and I think Texas fans were getting a little nervous. 10-10 in the fourth quarter, a pretty much even game. And then Texas got three big plays for touchdowns. And you look at the final score, and you're like, oh, 31-10. But going into the fourth quarter, there was a lot of anxious Texas fans out there. They're going to have to play better. Granted, last week's game was after Alabama, and now they're not in that situation. But with Dave Aranda, that large of a home dog, i got to think they have a chance, even though their quarterbacks are banged up. That would be my biggest concern. But I'm going to go with the, the home dog here to keep it tight, much like they did against Utah. Is there, um, you know, Phil, you all, and I'm, I'm throwing you a curveball here, but I, I know oftentimes you have, uh, you know, trends or streaks or, or leans there as far as coaches, whether they're an underdog or favorite home and away. Is, is there anything there with Dave Aranda as a home dog that, 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 um, that you tend to lean toward? Uh, I'll look that up for you real quick. As far as the okay. home dog, thing. I, I know so, I, I know I threw it I threw it at you off uh, off the cuff, and if I I prepped you for it, it just it reminded. Oh no, me. I just I just have to pick up my Phil Steele magazine and look at it. So <laughs> he's, he's three and one the last uh, four and one over the last three years as a home dog. So yeah, there is something to that. Okay. Um, the uh, the biggest game of the weekend, of course, is going to be Ohio State at Notre Dame, which overshadows a bit Iowa at. Penn State, but Phil, that's intriguing. That the total in that game is forty. And I don't know for me, an Iowa game and under is almost like an auto play, and it feels like that might be the case here. But I'm curious your thoughts. Penn State is a fourteen and a half point favorite, and that Iowa defense is just so good. Phil, I, can can Iowa keep this inside of two touchdowns? You know, I think they have a definite shot, and I agree with you. When I was on the field, you take the under, especially in a game like this, because I was not going to want to make turn the ball over. You look at last week's game for Penn State against Illinois. If you watch that thing, it was pretty much an even game. I mean, the first downs were even. The yards were almost even. What happened? Luke Altmaier had five. There were minus five turnovers. I think Altmaier had five interceptions. Kept giving the ball to Penn State in scoring territory, and Penn State would take advantage. They won the game by 17, but that was a much tighter game than 30-13. to Now, last week, Iowa rolled over Western Michigan. Thank you for that late touchdown, uh, <laughs> Iowa. I appreciate that very Everybody much. Everybody in the room is laughing in the head nodding, <laughs> yes. Uh, and uh, I think the, the defense, the special teams are definitely there. This is a very good Penn State team, but anytime Kirk Ferentz is this big of a dog, you got you got to lean with a little bit with Iowa, and I, I do like the under in this game. All right, Phil, let's get to it. Phil Steele's with us, uh, of course, presented by Gage, Louisiana's number one Cummins dealer. Um, let's get to the biggest one of the weekend. Ohio State in South Bend. I think we all know the number. Notre Dame has never beaten Ohio State. Now, they've only played a handful of times in their history. But the Irish and what has got to be the biggest game in South Bend. And that will feel you you tell me. But Ohio State is a field goal road favorite in this ball game. What do you think, Phil? Is, is the wrong team favorite in this game? That's exactly my thought process, Matt. And, I, I mean, let's line the two teams up. You know, do a checkmark game here. Uh, running backs. I'm going to rate him even. You've got Estime running for 8.3 yards per carry. I think he's equal to Henderson and, and Trainum and the uh, Ohio State backfield. You look at the receiving core, that's a no-brainer. Ohio State's got the edge. You look at the offensive line, I'm taking Notre Dame. Notre Dame's only allowed four sacks all year. Uh, they've, they've got a solid run game, and there's question marks at Ohio State about the tackle. So I'm giving the offensive line edge to Notre Dame. Defense? 
Overall, I'm giving the edge to Notre Dame. Once again, Ohio State's got some questions, giving up some big plays. Solid edge to Notre Dame there. Special teams, I'm giving the edge to Notre Dame. There's a position I'm missing there, Matt. What is it? Oh, quarterback. <laughs> All right. Well, well, I'm going to take Sam Hartman, believe it or not, who's got a 13-0 ratio this year and is a grizzled five-year vet against Kyle McCord. Now, Kyle McCord looked great last week. I had the over in the Ohio State-Western uh, Kentucky game because Western Kentucky has a gambling, blitzing defense that's not very good. And I figured, knowing Kyle McCord, the starter, he's going to light him up. They did. They had 42 points at the half and, and rolled the, to uh, 63, a couple of defensive scores, by the way. But McCord's now making a road start. You cannot. He's not facing Western Kentucky's defense at home. He's facing Notre Dame's defense on the road mm. in the first real road start. I like Notre Dame here to win this game outright. And uh, a little surprised Ohio State is a three-point favorite, although I understand why. If you missed the uh, the first game we talked about, Phil has Clemson as an outright winner over Florida State and has Notre Dame as a home dog outright winner over Ohio State. It is going to be fascinating. Phil, I mean, you got to agree. This is going to be a fascinating weekend of college football. One that, it look, I, we're all glad college football is back. But the first three weeks were kind of like, I, we. it was an appetizer to get to this point, which is just uh, so much meat on the bone, which is going to be a lot of fun. Um all right, Phil, uh, let's get to LSU and Arkansas. Uh, you nailed it last week with uh, LSU, the road win at Mississippi State, and Tigers looked the best they have all year. Now you come home against an Arkansas team coming off the home loss to BYU. I, there's a lot of people here this week, Phil, wondering, what what do we make of Arkansas, considering they probably outplayed BYU but lost two double-digit leads? So what, what, do we, what do we expect in this one Saturday night, Death Valley, 6 p.m.? Well, you know, I'll be honest with you, Matt. On Saturday night, I'd say about uh, midnight, when I when I was thinking about this game, I'm like, well, the freaking Arkansas just uh, blew, couldn't even beat BYU at home, doggone it. Uh, different words, naturally. And then uh, <laughs> L- LSU just blew out Mississippi State. Uh, I'm going to throw Arkansas in the garbage. I'm going to take LSU by three touchdowns in this game and, and have them roll. But looking at the game closer, I just think Arkansas always takes this game more seriously than LSU. LSU's off a big road test. They got another big game on deck against Ole Miss, which uh, they might take a little more seriously. Ole Miss being undefeated as they are. Arkansas is coming in off a loss to BYU. They only played Kent State and West Carolina. They haven't looked great. But the last three games in this series all decided by three points. The spread's up there at 17.5. I like LSU to win this game comfortably, something like 10 to 14. But I'm actually going to take Arkansas plus the points just because of the series history. And remember last year when these two played, K.J. Jefferson didn't play for right. Arkansas. Oh, yeah. And LSU didn't have a drive over 40 yards in the game. Of course, the weather wasn't great. But uh, I would, I'm would i going to actually lean with Arkansas plus the points. But LSU clearly wins this game. Phil, Phil I'm telling you, it's the, that is the general feeling here. It's like people looking at that line going, 17 and a half. I just, for the way that this series normally plays out, it feels like a big number. But if the Tigers get a win, they can keep rolling, hopefully, to get back toward Atlanta. Phil Steele is with us, presented by Gage, Louisiana's number one Cummins dealer. Make sure you get your quote online at gagegenerators.com. Phil, let's tell them about the Phil Steele Plus Tour. I, I saw your tweet earlier today, went and checked out the Phil Steele Plus Tour as I do every Friday. For those that are missing out, what are they missing? Uh, 10 free selections up there today, and plus three FCS selections as well. Uh, the selections last week went three and two, so you could pick up all the selections absolutely free. Just go to the YouTube uh, or philsteel.com 
and get the uh, the Phil Steele take the Phil Steele Plus tour with selections. Give you a lot of reasoning behind each selection. I can completely vouch for it. Would highly recommend literally any, but make this part of your Friday. Phil, you usually put that live around was it around 10 a.m. Central thereabouts is about whenever it goes live on Fridays. Yeah, right around 10 o'clock in the morning, uh, your time on uh, Fridays. I usually do cut it first thing in the morning about uh, 8.30, and then uh, Todd takes Todd about an hour to get that thing up there. Yeah, the thing that I would recommend to our audience is uh, go to subscribe to Phil's YouTube channel and set the notification bell so that when the video is posted, you'll be notified immediately so you can go check out Phil's tour and and play along and make the selections with him. So uh, on Twitter again, at PhilSteel042. Phil, we always appreciate it, man. Enjoy the football weekend. Hey, you enjoy the weekend as well, man. Have yourself a great week. We will absolutely do it. That is the one and only Phil Steele. This is After Further Review. We'll continue. AFR. Brought to you by River City's One Hour Air, where they're always on time, or you don't pay a dime. 752-0001-752-0001 or onehourbr.com. Had lunch yesterday uh, with my buddies uh, Matt Rick and Paul Ragusa from over at River City's One Hour Air. Had a great time. It's always good to chat with those guys and get the latest of what's going on in the business. But one thing is always, always consistent, regardless of seasonality or what's going on in the world, economy, anything, is that with River City's One Hour Air, you're always going to get exceptional customer service. Nights, holidays, weekends, they'll always come out. They'll never charge you extra. They're never going to force service onto you that you don't need. They're going to give you a good, better, best option for a repair or a replacement. If you need an AC unit replacement, they'll never just do it. They'll always call in another technician to get a second opinion just to make sure that what they're recommending is 100% the right thing to do. It's all about customer service. It's River City's one-hour air. Look for the big yellow vans and trucks with the giant clock on the side where they're always on time or you don't pay a dime. After further review with Matt Moscona, presented by Don Juan Cigar Bar. At LSU, we play hard, but we tailgate harder. Light your burner. Fire up the grill. It's time for our Football Friday Tailgate Recipe of the Week with Chris's Specialty Foods. Three locations or go to chrisspecialtyfoods.com. All right, let's get it. Coven Linedecker's in studio with us. As always, I was expecting a pig with an apple in its mouth. So I'm only moderately disappointed, but it's hard to look at what we're looking at and be really disappointed. What's up, dude? How are you? Get close to that mic there, dog. What's, What's up, up, man? man? Glad to be here. Oh, uh, man. Good to have you here. This is like, it feels, we're not totally into tailgate weather yet. You know, I mean, it's it's not going to be 100 with a heat index yeah. of 110 tomorrow, but you know, upper 80s, 90, kickoff around 85, 82. It's going to be better. Yeah. You get your little fan, a little shade, and it's going to be manageable. Um, Okay, let's go through what you brought. Pork, right? Yes. Got to cook some pig. There's a lot of ways to do pig. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, so what do we have here? So today I brought one of our most popular items. It's called the kitchen sink. Oh, my God. (laughs) Look at that. So it is a pork tenderloin, butterfly, and stuffed with pork sausage. Boudin, oh my pepper God. jack cheese, what? onions, bell peppers, Stop. and jalapenos. Shut up. <laughs> Wrapped in bacon. Okay, I'm getting. What is this little piece down here? That's a piece. Of, yeah. Uh, all right. I'm just that's gonna, a piece of tenderloin. Right all right, little piece of tenderloin with the bacon. I'm not getting all. I'm gonna get a little bit of it. You got to talk while I eat this. Right? <laughs> yeah. So that one. Um. I, oh my God. I did on the smoker today. Uh, it's very good, man. It's 
It's a great mix of pork and the cheese and oh, the jalapeno. Oh, the green onions? Yes. Yep. Oh, man. Sorry to go Jimmy out and talk a food in my mouth. <laughs> um, that is awesome. Really well done. So, um, so tell me, so it's a pork tenderloin wrapped in bacon with boudin in the middle? Boudin, pork sausage, pepper jack pork cheese. Pork sausage, oh my God. Onions, bell peppers, and cheese. I understand why you call it the kitchen sink. Yeah. So this yeah. is a great, so, and this is something that would be very easy to do, right? Oh, oh yeah. Oven or grill for an hour for 350. Very oh, so that's easy. easy. Yeah, so like even easy. if even if you're going to tailgate, you could snag one of these at Chris's and then just throw it on the grill for an hour, hour and a half. Yep, yep, super simple. What and, uh, what temperature? Uh, th- I do three fifty for an hour. Three fifty for an hour. Bada bing, bada bang, bada boom. Yep. How do you do this? So, like, if someone wanted to do a stuffed pork tenderloin, like, how do you, how do you do that? Yeah. So we take the whole tenderloin and then butterfly it to where we can lay it fat, uh, flat, and then we stuff it all, and then to hold it together, we use that bacon and it ties it. it together. Yeah. So what? Um, are there different? Uh, this is going to sound like a stupid question, but obviously I'm not a I'm not a, a cook so, or a chef, so I don't know this. But there's different parts of the pig that give you the different, like the tenderloin and where you get the bacon. Like, what's the all the different? Like, what is the the bacon? What is the tenderloin? What is the yeah, sausage? So the, so the tenderloin is is kind of it's under the ribs. It's it's kind of like the back strap, but um, instead of being on the back, it's under the ribs. And then the bacon is the actual stomach, uh, the fat of the pig's stomach. Um, so we use a different part, different um, two different parts of the pig for that. What's um, what is so good about like why is pork so good? You know, what I mean, like not all meat is is good. I mean, some meat is tough and some meat is tender and some meat is is fatty and some is is grizzled. Like, why is pork so good? I think because of the fat fat content in it. Um, pork has a lot is high in fat, um, so that makes it very tender and very juicy. Is the the um, is the fat content on pork. Man. Chris's Specialty Foods. We've got three locations, as we mentioned. Uh, Millerville in Baton Rouge, right off I-12. Airline Highway in Prairieville. So if you're going south on, on uh, Airline in Prairieville, you pass the Walmart. It's on the right. You can't miss it. And then Lakeview in New Orleans. Shout out to all of our 504 peeps. We appreciate y'all listening in the Crescent City. Get on into Lakeview where Chris's is. So this is one of the things you, you can walk in. These are already done. They're, you just... Yep. Wrap, priced, everything you just grab and go. Yeah, we have a uh, we have them at all stores, and then if if you're not feeling that, you know, we got our ribs, we got our other pork tenderloin mm. stuff with other things, um, burgers. We got we got a bunch of fresh meat this week that's easy to prepare at home. So, um, or or obviously if you're tailgating as well. Yep. Um, what what about so you mentioned um ribs and everything? What are the what are the other pork products that you have? Yeah. It's too late to do a couchon delay, I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we have our we have our smoked sausage, of course, that's fresh. Um, we have two different types of pork tenderloins, one stuffed with pepper jack cheese and the other stuffed with jalapeno cream cheese. Um, and then we have our baby back ribs. We have yeah. our pork tasso. Um, we even have, if you want to do your own crackling, we have our own diced belly that's ready to go. How do, you do, how do you do crackling? Um, so we smoke ours and then fry it. A lot of people just fry it. So if you bring bringing grease out to the uh, tailgate or at home, we have it pre-sliced, ready to go, and all you got to do is drop it in uh, hot grease. Man, if you go to the website, chrisspecialtyfoods.com, so it's back-to-back S's, chrisspecialtyfoods.com, hit the menu tab. It's like organized by the by the, the yeah. meat. Yeah. So you hit pork. The you animal. Just, yeah, the animal. You hit yeah. all the, oh, my God, like all the different pork options that you have. So if, you, if you're thinking of, if you're tailgating, you're going to have a, a game watch party, and you want pork, uh, some type of, of pig, some type of pork to eat, they got plenty of options there at any of the Chris's locations. Um, what you mentioned, smoker. I, I had someone tell me today that they were going to smoke like a, a 
like is a pork butt a thing? Yeah, what is, Boston, what is, Boston butt. What is what is that? Yeah, so we use a lot of people like you can do a rice and gravy with it or, or cook it. It's it's a item that needs to be cooked for a long period of time, low and slow. Um, but our boudin like is pork butt. So okay. So we um, all of our boudin and different types of sausages we do is used with pork butt. I had someone tell me they were going to do that um, and start smoking at like 3 a.m. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's an item you want to go low and slow, and then you'll get it to where it like shreds, like like pulled pork. So that I mean, so that's like literally like a 12 hour oh, deal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I mean, you you would. So what what is it? I, like I don't have a smoker, but is it something where you would? Control the temperature or like... Or no, you could do it 225, wrap it and let it go for 12 hours and never have to touch it, check it or anything. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty amazing, man. Um, Chris's Specialty Foods, COVID's in studio with us. Of course, ChrisSpecialtyFoods.com. I uh, got to take a quick second to remind you about our friends over at DraftKings, official sports betting partner of, well, of the NFL and us here on AFR. So if you're going to be betting on college football or the NFL this weekend, make sure you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use the promo code Baton Rouge. Remember... Uh, official sports betting partner of the NFL, make a $5 bet. New customers, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, promo code Baton Rouge. Make a $5 bet, $5 bet on the NFL. They'll instantly give you 200 bucks in bonus bets. And every NFL game day all throughout September, uh, check the app because they'll always have two new promos for every customer. Got to opt in. You can see me like yesterday I used the 50% boost, uh, which was one of the specials last night for Thursday Night Football. So, Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use the promo code Baton Rouge. You bet in college football, you bet in NFL, make sure you're betting at the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use the promo code Baton Rouge. 21 and older, physically present in Louisiana. Select parishes only. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football. Terms, license partner, Golden Ugly, Charles Gambling Problem. Go 1-800-GAMBLER, 1-800-426-2537. All right, y'all. Uh, Coben's here before you go. Um, give me a thought on this game tomorrow, man. Um, so I think LSU does. Is Rocket Sanders playing? I saw he was questionable. I don't know that he's going to play, man. We haven't gotten anything official that'll probably be a game time decision. But everybody I've talked to at at Arkansas who covers that team this week have all said that they can't see him playing. Okay, if he doesn't play, I feel uh, a lot better because he he's a dog. Um, I do think LSU will cover the spread. Really, seventeen and a half. Yeah. Okay. Especially Bold. with the uh, everyone heard the horrible news about Greg Brooks. Um, I think they're going to be playing with a chip on their shoulder. I got 42-14 LSU. 42-14. I think we, yeah. From your lips to God's ears. Coben, appreciate you coming in. Chris, specialtyfoods.com. Hour two, Terrio in studio next. AFR. Yo, we're brought to you by Mold Zero USA. Mold-ZeroUSA.com. If you got mold, think you might have mold. Sometimes you got hidden mold in the house. Could be behind the walls and the insulation. If you had water intrusion, you're not even sure if you do. Mold Zero can help. It's an easy process, especially compared to traditional remediation methods, whether cutting sheetrock and pulling out carpet, none of that. They come in, they'll spray their patented non-toxic dry fog. Let me say that again. Patented, non, I mean, nobody else can use it. Non-toxic, meaning it's safe for plants and pets and your family and everything, and it's a dry fog. Hence, dry, they can spray, it gets into every nook and cranny. It's not going to damage anything in your home, but it's going to kill the mold, the bacteria that causes odor, other harmful pathogens, it's Mold Zero. Mold-ZeroUSA.com. Mold-ZeroUSA.com. It's safe, it's effective, it's Mold Zero. Mold-ZeroUSA.com. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.